In one cabin in a remote forest, a family is tested by a group of strangers to prevent the apocalypse. In another cabin on a distant island, a group of snobs seek the perfect meal served by an illustrious chef. What do these stories have in common? Perhaps both groups left their worlds behind to indulge in the finer things in life, where ultimately both cabins demand sacrifice. I like to believe that each of these stories found groups of people who left their normal lives and found themselves in the Twilight Zone. Welcome back to Clubhouse Movies Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Rubalcaba, joined once again by Mr. Ale Panetta. And today, double feature special, Yeah, we will be reviewing The Menu, directed by Mark Lloyd, and Knock at the Cabin, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, we are. I <laughs> <laughs> just, just wanted to keep it silent there, because, uh, man, one of these movies had crickets. Well, <laughs> well, grasshoppers, I guess. So, here's the dealio. Yeah. I, <laughs> man, man, is it a deal? <laughs> we always like to say that we compare movies to what M. Night Shyamalan should do. <laughs> yeah, he's, if, any, if you listen back, he's kind of the running joke into a few of these. Yeah, and there have been some movies outright that kind of showed like progressions yeah. of great directors. Yes. And uh, I kind of like, I looked up Mark Malloyd, who directed The Menu, and he really hasn't put out, like, he's put out a lot of TVs and like Game of Thrones here and there. Okay. But not really a big like director. A, like a feature, yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't see a trailer to a movie that says, featuring Mark Malloyd, directed yeah. by, you know, he's just some dude, right? As far as I can tell, directed the movie. He's like, I fell into this thing. Meanwhile, we see the trailer to Knock at the Cabin, and we're completely underwhelmed. Yeah. And it looked familiar. It looked by the seasoned director. Seasoned, illustrious director, M. Night Shyamalan. And uh, this movie uh, beat this Avatar movie. when it came out. And I, I well, it, uh, to be fair, Avatar had been out for almost three months at, yeah. at the so time. It, it needed that, it, you know, not that Avatar needed that head start, but Knock at the Cabin needed Avatar to have that head start. Uh, but to me, both of these movies um, kind of are like individual story, like horror suspense stories. Yeah. And then the two kind of go together in which I would have compared them to movies in the years and they just had both I both happened to we want, both happened to watch them both this week yeah yeah they just happened to be the movies we chose for we the did, week and we're gonna review them together I mean yeah. let, uh, we graded them together so uh, I don't know man there's a, there's a lot to, uh, well, there's a lot to digest where do we start with this with this menu let's let's start off with the menu and then you know pepper in got all the puns are uh, well, better are yet stacked here. I'm gonna start off with what I consider these movies to be okay episodes of the twilight zone they really are and uh i'm gonna i i I wanted to watch uh to serve man first and and i'll I'll tell that whole quick story which is aliens come to earth Mm -hmm. and want to make us better and we we embrace it we embrace the change okay but they left behind like a book right Mm -hmm. written in an alien language and they do change us. Like they, they, they're yeah. able to make deserts farmable. They're able to make like, you know, the, uh, the put domes around countries yeah, so we can't it. attack anybody. Yeah. And then everyone says, you know what? They want us to go to their planet and we can live there and we can like come back and forth or whatever. It'd be great. Yeah. And then they decide to do that. And then once they finally decode what the book is, guess what the book is? I have no idea. It's a real famous scene because the book is called To Serve Man. And they thought, oh, it's great. They're going to serve us. And once oh. they finally decode it, yeah. 
They find out it's a cookbook. Oh, they're serving man. So they're just showing them all these things so they can grow plump and pretty much be self-sufficient cattle. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, And and that that's always been kind of like the Twilight Zone. There's always been like a reason and like a twist, a smart twist. Yeah, smart twist. And this was like the 60s, you know, when they did a lot of this. And there was like I have the beholder where beauty isn't what it seems. Yeah, I do remember that one now that we're talking about it. Yeah. And then there's another one where uh, a group of wealthy inheritance or people who are going to inherit a lot of money have to wear these masks for the night in order to get their inheritance now that the the person has died. Yeah. And it turns out these horrible masks are what they were on the inside. So when they take the masks off, they're they're scarred now to look like the masks, what they were on the inside. Things like that. That's good stuff. And I'm going to try to motif these as time goes on. (laughs) I actually thought of a perfect you know, wait, circle it back yeah. as it went on. <laughs> because like I said, uh, like we started talking about the Twilight Zone and to mm-hmm. serve man people on the menu. Talk about people on the menu. In the menu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they really do. It was like, I, like, like not even kidding. It was tongue in cheek here. Well, huh, I, they're, they're, okay, so in the menu, yeah, a group of yuppies go, you know, they're, they're, they're food snobs. Yeah. Actors. John Actor, Leguizamo. Yeah, John Leguizamo. They're, you know, food definitely. Plays a John Leguizamo type. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he really does. Yeah. He plays like an exuberant version of himself. And uh, food critics and uh, some. Uh, yeah, people who talk a lot of smack about food but cannot prepare it themselves. <gasps> oh. And also. Hold on to that little morsel. And also some uh, some embezzling uh, weasel yes, accounting people. Do you know who we the work s- for? The spice of life. Those people. In capitalism. And uh, Nicholas Holt <laughs> and Anya Taylor-Joy. Yes. Anya Taylor-Joy is a frequent M. Night Shyamalan uh, actress who has been in I both, had no idea. Who has been in both Unbreakable. No. She's been right. in Split. Yes. And uh, Glass. Yes. And Glass. As, Correct. Uh, as John McElvoy's uh, villain's uh uh, object of affection yeah. and I and I use her a lot as a motif because she was also in last night in Soho, which I also yeah. put in this category. You know, the thing of is suspense horror movies. Yeah, so I actually twist. when that happened, I looked it up and I'm like, I'm like, so Edgar Wright directed that one I'm, and I had no idea who directed the menu, but you know, they were kind of parallels there. Yes. So I'm, I'm like I, he had to have some and I'm like, well, he's not even involved whatsoever here. He is not and and that's hopefully what, inspirationally he was. Okay, and then uh, the the next big character in this is uh, Ralph Fiennes. Yeah, Ray Fiennes plays AKA the chef Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Vol- Voldemort means uh, meets Gordon Ramsay in this movie. Yeah, dude, great. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> uh, and uh, they go to this island where they run this restaurant. It's about fifteen hundred dollars a plate, uh, and uh, they are going to be treated to not only a feast for to eat, yeah. you know, but a feast of storytelling yes. where every everything they eat is going to have a story go on an adventure. Yeah, adventure <laughs> of the mind. But uh, the, the, the deal is Anya Taylor Joy was a substitute for Nicholas Holt. Like, I don't know if he was seeing another girl or was she a hooker? There was some. So he was seeing another girl. Yes. And then they broke up. So, you know, to, because they don't serve single parties at this at this restaurant. Yeah. He hired her. Yeah, so she was hired. She was hired, and we don't find that out until a little later. Yes, this is a this is a working girl, and she does recognize another uh, rich person, yeah. rich man at this uh, this place. But anyway, uh, she is a substitute. Yes. Um. So I'm going to actually call her the innocent of this movie. So I'm going to. So here's the thing, too. Yeah. Sorry. 
So with, I don't know how familiar, well, you love cooking. I love cooking. The thing, when you go to a fancy restaurant, the last thing a, uh, a, a fancy restaurant wants, a restaurant owner, a restaurateur wants to do is include a substitute. They don't want to substitute anything for their menu. Yes. And she is like the physical representation of a substitute. Yeah. And no wonder it drives them crazy. <laughs> God. Oh, yeah. This oh. movie was a lot better than I thought it was. I didn't yeah. think it would be a horror movie, which in itself is a twist. Yes. Uh, you hearing that, M. Night? <laughs> and, Hold on. And, <laughs> yeah. And like I said, there are there are parallels also. Yeah. To this movie and knock at the at the cabin, and I say that there is a there is an innocent in both stories. Yes, this innocent is Anna Taylor Joy, yes. who does not belong, does not belong, does not belong, does not belong. Outright must make a choice. Yes, must make a choice. But anyway, <laughs> I don't know why my brain went to what's in the box. What's in the box? <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so she, uh, so all these characters are eating and they're, they're, yeah. they're being fed like some weird nasty thing on the boat yeah. coming up. Uh, yeah, and it's like, it looks like foamed, like foamed, like foamed tapioca, like, yeah, like not boba, served but like on a, tapioca. Yeah, served on the half shell. So like, of a, like, of like they foamed oyster, oyster. Ooh, like I love oyster, but foamed oyster. Gross. Yeah. Maybe that's a euphemism for something. <laughs> Death. <Yeah>. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, and then they go to this island, and all the staff there are like cultists. Like, they almost kind of worship this chef. Yes. And they live there. They, yeah. The only person who doesn't live there is the chef, but everyone yeah. lives, and they grow their own food. And they well, no, he, he still lives there. He just lives he has a home away there. Away from there. Yeah, away from their compound. But he's not like there like 24 hours like everybody. Yeah. Is. He yeah. has his own place. But anyway, uh, the chef... Uh, Tells these stories as Ray finds it. And I was it almost was laid out like Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where you look at it, really was. Um, and uh, I'm not sure exactly how he picks up on Annie Taylor Joy originally, but she goes to the bathroom. It's oh, she doesn't eat the breadless bread. Yes, meal. That well, that is what irked him, and that's what made her made him say, "You're not supposed to be here." Yeah, and, and I did write down some of the you know, as opposed to my Act One, Act Two, Act Three structure. I wrote yeah. down the island is the first course, the second course, the breadless plate. Yes, <laughs> I love that presentation. The thing is, if you've seen any of the Netflix shows that do the all this cooking, especially this one, uh, Chef's Table, like they really do the cutscenes, presentations, everything just like that when they present the dishes, and they are the titles to these dishes are you know according to the scene, and they're funny. Yes, they're pretty funny. Uh, and uh, Anya Taylor Joy, being not a food snob, she smokes for one. Yeah. Thing, so so she's always, she's always got Des- smoke on the breath. destroying her palate. Uh, and the other thing is, uh, she doesn't get the yeah. And Nicholas Holt is like a huge yeah. Uh, food you remember snob. him from X Men? He is the Beast, and he was also uh, in uh, Warm Bodies, the zombie yeah. romance. Yeah, also Warm Bodies, better yes. than Twilight, by the way. Yeah, way Let better. Than check Twilight. it out. Um. If you want to see your monster romance, warm yeah. bodies. Uh, the way he weaves in historical allegories. I mean, the game is trying to guess what the overarching theme of the entire meal is going to be. You won't know till the end. Wait, you you like this? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's basically insulting you. Mm, no, no, no. You don't get it. It's a concept. 
he 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 knew what like was an aerojet or whatever the fresh jet like cooking thing was, and he he's like, oh my god, this is so good. This is they integrate. This. Oh yeah, and they got the foam and they got the thing here, and it's like, They're oh like, my god, this is the best. Yeah, he's like, oh, you understand this? I you know breadless bread plates. It's so good. Yeah. And they just had like dips. So <laughs> it really was dips with a wooden spoon. Yeah, and uh, Annie Taylor Joy, she's being like more street smart, said mm-hmm. the chef is screwing with you. He is screwing with you. I'm yeah. not gonna eat this. This is a joke. And that's when Ray Fiennes walks out. Well, she goes to the bathroom. Oh, right. And she sees the first uh, clue that something is amiss when yeah. she saw the wings. Like they're big white. Someone, yeah. hold, someone holding like big white wings. Yeah. Walking them out across the yard. Yeah. Or something uh, while she was in the bathroom. And then uh, then Ray Fiennes. What's his name? What's the, what's the, what's the character? Oh, name? Lord. I have it right here. Hold on. Ralph Fiennes played uh, Chef Slowick. Chef Slowick. Yeah. Ray Fiennes is Chef Slowick. Uh, stumbles upon her in the bathroom and goes, who are you? Why are you here? And she kept yeah. saying like the name like, oh, I'm Stacy. I forget, for, yeah. forgot the fake. Yeah, name. she has a fake name. He says, well, maybe you don't belong here, Stacy or whatever your name yeah. is. Oh, Margo. Margo Margo's is his real name. Oh, that's her real name. Okay. Yeah, because remember, she is a substitute. Yes. She's yes, the yes. innocent in this story. True. Uh, so they do this breadless bread plates and she, she's like, it didn't look good. You're screwing with us. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, so then she goes back in and then we, the next course is the mess. Now, yeah. the mess is uh, where this story turns from uh, Hell's Kitchen to Hell's uh, Cabin. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. there are cabins and there are, yeah. th- this place is like one big spooky it's place. It's isolated, on yeah. Uh, so what happens is uh, we he's introduced to a new chef. I forgot the name of him. He's a sous chef. He's a sous chef and he wants to be Chef Voldemort. Jeremy is talented. He's good. He's very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he really does. And, like, but he can never make it. And yeah. he's never good enough. He did everything he did. Yes. Jeremy, do you like this life, this life that you dreamed about? No, chef. Mm-hmm. What does he do? They, they put a big tarp down. They put in some like food around him and uh, yeah. puts a gun in his mouth and shoots himself. Yes. And that's not that's before. That's after um, Chef Slowick, Ralph Fiennes' character, like just roast them yeah the roast of a century mm-hmm. and yeah and then then everybody thinks it's it's like theater part of, part like, of the show yeah like uh the character lillian played by uh janet mcteer she's like it's theater darling it's theater yeah and uh i think the next one the yeah. next course is the uh the palate cleanser oh no no i think we're missing one. Oh, the chicken tacos chicken tacos no they were uh al pastor tacos well, I don't know. Yeah. Well, there were tacos. Yeah. There were tacos. That's pork for you guys that don't know. Yeah. So the the, the, the goofy thing about these tacos. Yeah. Oh, the tacos were first because right. the, the killing was like a fridge too far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, the Fancy. tacos the on the actual uh, taco shells were uh, print ups or like laser etchings mm-hmm. of past uh, or like Past just sins. secrets. Yeah, just like secrets that these people are holding. And that's when you start piecing together you're like something, some fudgery is happening here. Yeah, the, the, the yuppies realize like, oh, wait, these are like accounts we embezzled. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> Nicholas Holt had like a picture of himself. I don't know what it means. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I'm a douche. It's me. It's me taking a picture of my food. Oh, and that's the thing too. They didn't want them to use their cell phones oh, to take yeah, photos of things. So it's literally a photo of him taking a photo of the dish that just happened. Yes, and uh, so these 
these people are perturbed. And then after that, that's when the guy kills himself yeah. on the plate. So then this is when that the elderly couple, like they had been dining there for years. Yeah. And the, you know, the old man's like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to get help. I'm going to figure it out. And they subdue him and chop his ring finger off his ring finger. His ring he finger. wouldn't choose himself. Yeah. And uh, they, they politely give it back to the wife. Yeah. <laughs> And the ring, they give her back the ring, the, what, the ring finger, and the ring. So that was that was fun. Uh, and then there's still people like it's still the show, like the the critics, like oh, yeah, they're yeah, doing, they're so, doing this for us. Yeah, so it's uh, what is it? It's Janet McTeer as Lillian and Paul Adelstein as Ted. They're both the critics. Rather, Lillian is the critic, and Ted is just her yes man. Yeah, her enabler. And then I think after that they just do a regular palate cleanser. Yeah. I don't think anything horrific happens. Yeah, there. like an actual palate. But, cleanser. but everyone's like freaking out. So and the crazy thing is, so while all of this is happening, people are dying. You know, limbs are being chopped off and whatnot, or digits here. Tyler is totally immersed into his plates. Mm-hmm. He and the thing is, he's such a snob about this. He actually tells, he tells Margot, uh, you know, Anya Taylor Joy's character, like to stop being such a little brat. While someone after someone just got shot and someone just had their finger taken off, he is like, "You're not going to eat that." Oh, let me take that. He is, he is totally greed. Yeah. So everyone is in a different layer of douchebaggery. Yeah. In this, like unfazed douchebaggery. Yeah. Uh, but but they are phased. Like they're they're getting worse and worse yeah. as time oh, goes on. Not Tyler. God, just and then the next uh, sociopath. The next uh, of course is man's folly. Which is a weird right. one, which is which is where we really get into like the hunt yeah. of, of this. Uh, it remind me of the most dangerous game kind of thing going yeah. on here where all the men have to run out and uh, all the chefs have to go and like catch them. Yeah. And this happened because uh, Chef Voldemort hit on his female sous chef. Yeah. Multiple times and this shouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah. So before. Yeah. So, you know, the, he's telling you exactly what happens and then he calls her over. Mm hmm. As he's speaking about this, like him being this like this freaking misogynist, she gets these like little tiny golden shears and you think he, she sticks them right in the groin. She actually sticks them right in the thigh. Yeah. So it's just like she just jabs it in there and he's like, thank you. Yeah, this is a uh, yeah, this is a motif that has been cut. Ca- was, was it scissors? Yeah, it was scissors because this isn't the first stabbing of scissors in this movie. No, because the tacos at the beginning were stabbed with. Yes, scissors with the too. golden shears and, and uh, Chef Voldemort's mom was there because yes. he had to defend his mom when he yeah. was a kid from, a, from an abusive dad and stabbed. Yeah, him. oh man, we totally washed over that memory. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. So the reason the tortillas had these little instances etched into them because they were memories and he's like, I hope memories. you have memories of what you've eaten before. <laughs> and, and, then, like, and then he's called on Taylor joy to yeah. like, oh, meanwhile, while the men are being hunted, all the women just hang out with that other girl. Yeah, with a chef that just stabbed, you know, and she's like, this whole thing was my idea. We're all going to die tonight. <laughs> and everybody's like, well, drink up, whatever. <laughs> clink, clink. Yeah, so that <laughs> That's uh that's fun. And yeah. then and then uh, you know Chef uh, Chef Voldemort uh, refines talks to Annie Taylor Joy again. He's like you're either with us or you're against us or you're yeah. you're either the one who takes the people being served or you're the server. Which yeah. one are you? We need to make a choice because you're not even supposed to be here because that's when he figured out that she's a substitute. Yes. And uh, she says he he gives her 15 minutes. 15 minutes after they've all side. so and during that time, you know, everybody's been captured by now. And all the men have been captured, and the last one to be captured is John Leguizamo. Is, no, no, it's Ted. Ted, Ted, the the enabler to Lillian. 
Oh, so yeah. he's captured in the chicken coop and they open it up and they give him this little like fancy egg dessert. They're like, since you're the last one, sir, here you go. <laughs> it's a sidebar window that just opens up. It's the funniest thing. It was well, it's funny because he didn't even want to run. Yeah, because like he's like and you Ted. Yeah, <laughs> he takes off. Oh, was no, no, it was Tyler. Tyler didn't want to run. Yeah, Ted took off. Who was Ted? Oh, yeah. 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 Tyler. All was of a, these characters. This is a very well-rounded movie. Yeah, and it layers and it comes back yes. and forth. It's good. It's worth a rewatch. You know, I was actually watch. I was actually kind of watching it just again before like this. Uh, you know, we talked about. It. I'm like, this is okay. like a movie. I'm gonna watch it again tonight. Yeah, it's good, man. Uh, because you catch a lot of little things in it, and a lot of the performance yeah. and all the characters are pretty fleshed out, and they all kind of belong in this yeah episode of the Twilight Zone, where yeah. the people are the menu, Crazy. Where, where the actions are the menu, and more is going on than there really should be. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, uh, but the. I like the twist here, which is uh, how Annie Taylor Joy uh, was able to spin the tables because yes. he had her go and get like the ice or something. It was it was a vase. He had her go and get a vase. He's like, "Why don't you? Why don't you become part of the team? Yeah, and so, we'll help you." Yeah, so he's because he, she hadn't selected actually what she wanted to be. She didn't know if she wanted to be a server or the people being served. So he chose for her. And then he, you know, he goes like, he tells her, he's like, Margo, couldn't you please be a dear and go grab me the, the vase that Elsa forgot? Yeah. Elsa is like the maitre d'. Like, yeah. Like the, and uh, she, she looked really perturbed when yeah. she said that. But so when Anita Joy went into like the, the his, his quarters, yeah. his like cabin, uh, she, there were a bunch of like, like, you know, uh, what do you call it? Michelin star chef and like, yeah, break out this and funded by this and funded by that. Uh, and by the way, we totally forgot like he was like financed by like that rich guy. Oh, right. Who they yeah. strung up with the wings <laughs> with the angel wings with the angel wings. So yeah, those were really. those angel wings were in an odd way. Uh, Chekhov's uh, gun and then the, do you want to talk about real Chekhov's gun was a picture of a young chef. So the, I was actually chef going Slowick, to get to that. A yes. young chef Slowick holding a hamburger. Look not at, just a hamburger, a cheeseburger, a, a cheeseburger, classic delicious cheeseburger, and looking happy as a clam. Yeah, <laughs> because man. you see, the whole movie is very stoic. Yeah, very, very, like, very, very sad about the craft. Yeah. Uh, so um, Elsa confronts uh, Annie Taylor Joy's uh, yeah. Margot and says, "Like you're not going to replace me." Yeah, he's like, "He didn't even tell me about the face." Yeah, what's in the face? And then he, uh, she's able to kill. Did she kill? Did she kill with the scissors too? She killed her with a uh, looked like a bread knife. Oh yeah, okay. Those yeah. are those are dangerous, dude. Those are man. Those <laughs> things are long I had and a, serrated. I had an old school bread knife that actually had like shanks in the front of it too. Yeah, man. What I was up with that. They don't make those anymore. They're illegal now. Really? Yeah, it's like super murder, dude. Those are like the what is it? What is those? Those are like the uh, the wood bug knives now. Yeah, I gotta look it up. Yeah, those are crazy. And I'm not quite sure exactly where this happened. The story, but Nicholas Holt's character was such a snob, yeah, that he thought like he was like great, right? Yeah. So he, I so I believe that actually happens right after. So that whole spat between Elsa and Margot is happening. You know, obviously Margot De- definitely after man's folly. Yeah. So she kills, she kills Elsa like throat slash and everything. Yeah. And then she gets, you know, she's doing her investigative work and finds out this finds that picture of Slowick. So now she gets back mm-hmm. and when she gets back, that's when, you know, she, we find, we find Taylor 
or Tyler, t- Taylor, just same name, whatever. So we find Tyler <laughs> like gorging himself on the leftovers because he's like, what, what did the women get to have? You know, he's in there just grabbing mm-hmm. stuff at the table, which is super rude, by the way. And then that's when uh, Chef Slowick pulls him aside and he asks him if he wants to. Do you want to cook in his kitchen in his kitchen? But he also found out like the, the, the twist here yes. was that he knew that they were all going to be murdered that night. Yeah. Yes. They have been uh, corresponding with each other for the past like few months or whatever. Yeah. And he was going to bring a, a girlfriend who was equally snooty. Yes. To this party and uh, she didn't. They broke up at the last minute. Yes. And he chose to bring Margo, Margo as a sacrifice. Yeah. Which apparently is not cool with a murderer as a sacrifice. The sacrificial lamb to the slaughter. Yes. Whoa. Parallels. Anyway, uh, it's like an onion. From one from one movie to the next, we will <laughs> talk about sacrifices <laughs> and proper choices to be made. Yes. But anyway, uh, he cooks this, this lamb that was not part of the story. But yeah, he he's like, so you sure you don't want to do like use the fast jet? <laughs> he's like, no, yeah. I will make this. And then like it's pretty awesome. He's like he's like eating. And it, it looked so, undercooked. Well, he gave him his uh, chef's coat. And if you guys can see us on YouTube. Marcus is wearing a similar coat just with a bit uh, sleeves are a little longer, oh, yeah. but and then and then a uh, chef Slowick actually goes over and writes Tyler's name in Sharpie on his breast, mm-hmm. you know, just to give him just to give him that little seal of approval right there. Looks like a toddler wrote it yeah. and then he sends him to the kitchen and uh, he says, what would you like? We have everything. He's like, and then, you know, he just gives him whatever he wants to make. Yeah, so he makes a, a, a lamb leg a lamb hawk or whatever. So lamb shanks lamb shank on uh what was it it was lamb shanks on a bed like on a medley of i think it was like shoots or something yeah with scallions or whatever <laughs> and, and he makes it and then like it was, it was it pretty, so gross. pretty good acting though yeah from uh from ralph fines on this one because he's like hmm and he's like eating and then he puts his mouth in. wow wow it's actually quite bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> and I, I didn't catch this like one part, but like later later on, like when he, he whispered in his ear something, then he yeah. walked in the other room. He pretty much just said, go kill yourself. Yeah, <laughs> he did. <laughs> he like, really told him to go, go kill himself because we see him hanging like yeah, later, later. In the movie. Right. We don't see we don't see him. Mar- we see him through Margot's eyes. Well, we do see like legs hanging, don't we? No. Yeah, no, but it's because Margot is looking in the room and we see him because of that. Okay, so that's how the scene is shifted. So uh, using this knowledge. Yes, that Margot has acquired in the <laughs> in the other cabin. Yeah, she becomes a proper customer and says chef. I want to take it back. I'm not happy with my meal <laughs> and like yeah. it broke his brain. Yeah, and you can see him like with his brain break. She wasn't full. She wasn't full and that's the thing. He said he made this menu so that everyone would be appropriately satisfied and she was unsatisfied. Oh man, I tell you what this freaking movie man. Damn it. So good. Uh, He goes what what would make you satisfied? How about a good old-fashioned cheeseburger? No dis uh, what do you call dissected? No nothing this yeah foam Just, just a classic. I don't think you can I'll make you feel as if you're eating the first cheeseburger you ever ate. The cheap one your parents could barely afford. Show me. Classic cheeseburger, cheeseburger with American like, cheese. Yeah, and he's like, what kind of fries? And he, she's like, he's like, would you like them crinkle cut or julienne? Mm-hmm. And uh, he, I just realized it was crinkle cut. 
Yeah. Oh, the good stuff. Oh Classic. my god, that, he made like a really good looking burger, dude. When he put that burger together, the juices. It seriously just, was like, like a like a triple burger. It yeah, it was triple it, cheeseburger. It was like so good. Oh my god, I'm gonna go to freaking burger. It, yeah, I'm gonna get some in and out after this. <laughs> oh man, I, I, I ate in and out after I saw this movie. Yeah, <sighs> I think I did. Too. I had it the next day. Yeah. Uh, oh, so good. And she's like, uh, I ate with my eyes. I ate too much. I would like to take it to go. Yeah. He's like, it's very delicious, but I will take it to go. Yeah, and that just broke his brain too. He's like, they, Wait they a packed minute. it to go, and yeah. then she uh, she walked away, and everyone just kind of like looked at her because they they almost had like one chance to escape because yeah. she did call for a radio, and there was like a fake. Coast oh right, guy yeah. Who came a in lot there. happens in this movie. There's a lot. We don't want to see just, this movie. Yeah, we, we're leading this on because we want you to watch this movie, but. <laughs> So yeah, so that happens, and the thing is, it's not that she was being a douche about it. Is like one, she was she, being a proper customer. She was being a proper customer and just wanted her chef to give her something that would satisfy her desire. Yes, which uh, is the ultimate desire of a, a chef. Just a regular cheeseburger, and he was probably happy as a clam when he cooked. Yeah, his, his final true meal. Yeah, it probably was first. Uh, his first, which was a regular cheeseburger. Man. Oh, but anyway, she Dang escapes yeah. uh, on the boat while everyone waits for the final course. Yep, and and, and you <laughs> see her, course. you see her escape, and then you know, everyone s'mores. Yeah. So they dress everyone up in marshmallow. Yeah, they put chocolate. a they put a chocolate cast hat on them. They yeah. put like marshmallow then, like uh, right around their neck. He told a story for everything. He goes, "Oh, what a disgusting abomination! Yeah, lousy American chocolate with like." With puffed sugar oh, yeah. and graham crackers. What are graham crackers even made out of? Yeah, he described what it was. It was yeah. just like, it was very in-depth. The s'more, the most offensive assault on the human palate ever contrived. And then they set the place on fire yeah. and everyone dies leaving. And then they present it as chef's table. <laughs> They're like s'mores with and it labels with every guest present or something like that. Yeah, every guest present. Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> Was, uh, and the movie ended with Annie Taylor Joy eating her hamburger on the yeah. boat while she escaped. Like taking a bite and looking like everybody wants a bite. Every cheeseburger ever. Yes, and that's how this movie ended. And you know, you can. I like to imagine like Rod Serling appears like somewhere, like yeah. <laughs> you know, submitting for your approval. <laughs> a, a group of guests uh, came in for the final menu from an illustrious chef, but they they ended up like being part of the menu themselves. Ooh, Another, not only was it their last meal, but it was also his. Yes. Welcome to the Twilight Zone. <laughs> nice. And then on the flip, flippity floppity floop on the <laughs> other side, uh, we see a family. Uh, yeah. A family in the wilderness at another cabin, another uh, quiet place. Yes. If you will. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Another another movie that's better than this one. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely better. So in this movie, okay. The thing about. Knock at the cabin. M. Night Shyamalan's Knock at the Cabin. Everything yeah. is so orchestrated. Yeah. Everything is so... And it's It feels... The thing with M. Night movies is you feel like when you're watching them, you have to pay attention to whatever is being featured in the movie. Like when the camera does its B pans, you're like, why are they panning over these wooden buoys? Why are they panning over this? Why are they panning over that? And that's another thing is um, it's like you have to build the layer. Yeah, and and he just I feel like he just got a film school like textbook. Yeah, and like oh, I'll just do that because like there was a lot of like Dave Bautista. <laughs> just 
the biggest man ever to show up on a camera. But 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 like like you can't see it. Maybe I'll put a, a yeah, like they, like but, what but, were you filming it, with a it, fifty he, millimeter he lens? Was, he was using his rule of thirds. Yeah, like like perfectly. And Dave, I'm gonna maybe I should do like the rest of this. Yeah. He like, was like, also wearing a white shirt. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so <laughs> oh god, this this part of the review does not deserve my here, blazer. Here, who am I? No, no, you gotta wear the blazer because it's still, it's still an episode of the Twilight Zone. Oh man, it's not there a good we go. one. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Your Rod Serling blazer. My Rod Serling. Welcome to the Twilight Zone. Is this him smoking his cigarette, by the uh, way? Yeah. <gasps> wow, okay. Yeah, he always had a cigarette. There we go. Smoking. Looking cool, by the way. Yeah, this. this by the way, they got rid of the Twilight Zone for a new modern. A hippity hoppity thing at Disneyland. Yeah, it was. Um, what is that? Guardians of the Galaxy ride, which is, man, like I must be aging or something because I tried going on that and I enjoy it, but I can't do it more than once because the way it just goes up and down, it feels like it just it's it's more violent. Is what I'm saying. It's not that fun. I like the no. I like the Twilight Zone better because it's actually scary. Yeah, they actually made way it better in Walt Disney World too. It's way more fun. Okay, but anyway. Back to the show. He tele M Night Shyamalan telegraphs everything in the movie, uh, yeah, like, and and you almost like know how it's going to end. You know where the beats are. You know where the twists are immediately. And there's absolutely no reason to watch it again. <laughs> I should have walked out less than halfway through. Yeah, but we had to put up with it <laughs> for uh, you guys. For you guys. So uh, when is the innocent in this movie? Yeah, and she is a little uh, adopted uh, girl. Yeah. Little adopted Asian girl who has a cleft lip. Yes. Which, by the way, the I bring it up because M. Light Shalaman wanted to, us to know about it. Yeah. That and other character traits yeah. throughout the movie that have nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Nothing. Nothing. These were less than filler. This movie could have been forty-five minutes long. It could have been thirty minutes long. Could, it it could have been could an be, actual episode. It could have been. It better. could have been. It was an episode of the Twilight Zone. They're better. Like, uh, dude, the episodes of Last of Us are better than this entire movie was. Uh, so she's playing by herself. More, more bad parents. Yeah, playing by in herself in the woods. In the woods can be eaten by anything. Yeah, literally anything. I've seen crows like a, be a, if you're near crows are huge in the woods. I. I've been walked by a crow's nest and not known it, or like bird's nest. Yeah, and been attacked by birds. Wow. Yeah, never had that. Happen. It's happened a few times. Oof. <laughs> Stay away from birds. Yeah, birds, man. But probably like, another M Night movie that'll happen. <laughs> oh man, remake the that birds. One. Watch out, Hitchcock! Everybody's coming. No. Wait, 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 Yeah. Okay. Oh, and by the way, this scene immediately took me back uh, to another uh, opening to a, a better movie. Which one? Uh, so she's by herself, a little girl mm-hmm. in the in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Dave Bautista comes and starts talking to her and saying, like, I'm your friend. Yeah. Everything's great. Then other people start appearing. This is the exact same beginning to Dr. Sleep. Oh, it is. It totally is. Much better movie. See Dr. Sleep, by the yes. way. Yes. Watch it. If anything, enjoy it. Piece. Uh, uh, and then That's Obi-Wan he, Kenobi. He, yeah, he wants to talk. He wants to talk to the the dad. He, he's yeah. like, I'm going to be your friend. Oh, those people aren't my friends. They're just people I work with. And this, yeah. this Dave Bautista, uh, you know, just it, it, exploding from his shirt. Yeah, like like a giant man. Like she, like her body is the size of one of his arms. <laughs> I know one of his maybe. Pinkies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she runs in and talks to her dads. Uh, so it's a uh, gay couple. Yeah. Which which factors into the story. Kind yeah. of. Kind of. I don't even know. I don't even know. 
That's the thing about this movie. It's it, there's a lot of like grabs, but a lot of misses. Yeah, you know, and they're reaching, but they're not grabbing. And then he's telling them that like, yeah, there's a bunch of weirdos outside, and they're trying to like be our friend and like, yeah. but like lock the place up. And then then they 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 knock at the cabin, you know, yeah. knock knock knock, like the movie says. Yeah, and uh, they eventually force their way in. Yeah, and the main uh, one of, one of the one of the guys, uh, Eric, played by Jonathan Groff from. Uh, the Matrix Re- uh, Resurrections. He was Mr. Smith. Yeah, and he's also in uh, Hamilton. The play Hamilton. Yeah, as, what was it King Louis? Whatever. I don't. I don't know. But he slips and breaks. His, he has a concussion. Yeah. Which, by the way, to me was a complete. What do you call a sucker? The sh- sucker punch to the story. Yeah, and I'll, I'll explain why as time yeah. goes on. I think this movie would have been better if he didn't have a concussion. Yes. It would have been a lot better if he didn't yeah. have a concussion. It would have had more weight because it's to che- what it he cheapened, was doing. It cheapened the movie. Yes, to say that this person had a concussion. It, and the thing is, it just made it so that you would, because one of the characters that comes in is a nurse, and you're like, oh, of course, this. Yeah, nurse, the, the, okay. So Dave Bautista, as we, as we say, he's a big jacked man. Yeah, right. We also see, you know, someone who would hang out with Harry Potter, but yeah. having a really bad American accent. Yeah, we have Rupert Grint playing uh, Redmond. Yeah, who was a social worker? No, it was like a I don't know, know, a construction think, worker or something. Yeah, something probably worked for the gas. I think he said gas company. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he, he, he was the one you called uh, when you called when the gas wasn't working or something. Yeah. And then uh, a woman, uh, Adrian. Yeah, played by. Who, oh, yeah, woman Adrian. Then we have also Sabrina. Adrian was a chef too, right? Uh, she was a, she was a um, line cook. Line cook. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. oh. Parallel there. Making the greasy Americana classics. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the last uh, was Sabrina, Sabrina, who yeah. was a nurse, yes, who treated uh, Eric's uh, wound. Yep. Well, anyway, they tie them up. They tell them the apocalypse is fast approaching, and the only way for them to save pro- the world, save the world, is to have to kill one of the members of their family. Will and but that sacrifice has to willingly accept death. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they, they they let them know that this is not a uh, not a cult, not, 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 a, not a homophobic thing. We didn't yeah. know you're a same sex couple, okay? Uh, and then they're absolutely not. And I'll tell you right off the bat, absolutely no one would have bought this. No, absolutely no one would have bought this. No one. And uh, even as let's say more evidence presented itself. Mm-hmm. I, I would just be shouting evidence, evidence, yes. <laughs> heresy, <laughs> evidence, and and uh, so the part, these people, yeah. as we'll find out, met on a message board, like a chat yeah. room. Yep. And then I'll just kind of go into some of the cruxes of them. Dave Bautista was a coach. Yep. All right. We knew the the girl was a line cook, and the other girl's a nurse. Yeah. And then uh, I can't even remember his Harry Potter name. Uh, Rupert Grant. <laughs> Redmond. Redmond uh, worked for the gas company. Yeah. They all met a, on a. Uh, message board because they had dreams. They had like yeah, similar shared dreams, same visions, shared same visions or whatever. And they all had like crazy weapons with them. Yeah, they were, were they were instructed to to make these weapons. Instructed to make these weapons. Now, uh, apparently, which is not explained, the rules. That's the thing. They That's, didn't explain the rules. There were no freaking rules by any of this. The only rule was that if they say no, a certain we had, yeah, of you, the population will die. Like I said, you had to fill in the gaps a lot of the time. You had to layer this movie yourself. And and the movie, it, it was like, it's like, you know, going back to like the, the cook motif. Yeah. It's like we had to make food out of something 
that we didn't have any ingredients for. Yeah, it was like a really bad. We were making Korean really barbecue shit sandwich. Yeah, that's what that's what we were making. You have two buns. Grab the air. Um. So they ask. They say every time you ask, a certain population of the world will die. Yeah. Right. So they ask and they say, "Will you kill one of the members of your family, or will you accept it?" Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. In my brain, I'm like, no. And the thing is, it's not that they came out outright and just said no. It was it was these like drawn out. Yeah. You can just go. Uh huh. No. Yeah. So so Redmond. They already uh, said they weren't going to kill you. Redmond is terrified now. He's like, yeah. oh no. Oh no. He's yeah. like crying. He's like, you look at me. I'm a. He's like. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, I wouldn't look at this asshole either. Yeah. I wouldn't care that this asshole is putting a freaking like hood over his head. Yeah. I, I like this white like nylon sock. Yeah. He looks like one of the strangers or something. He's like humanity has been judged for your dissidents. Yeah. By the <laughs> way, who judged humanity? Who yeah. Said judged humanity? Okay. And then the, then Dave Bautista and the other three proceed to murder this person. Yeah. Like over the top of the head with these specifically made weapons of murder and then obviously in my head. I'm like, well, they just say no three more times and they're done. Yeah, uh, and that's it. But anyway, uh, then they turn on the news. Yes, uh, and, and and it clearly was something that was pre-recorded. Yeah, and they acknowledge that it, like the the, they, the, the yeah, family acknowledges yeah. that this was pre-recorded, but they a giant tsunami just attacked uh, you know islands or whatever. Yeah, like it was caused by an earthquake hit the entire yeah, West Coast. Oh, you know, yada yada yada. Bunch Oregon. Of yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh no! And then like, hold door. Dave Bautista <laughs> and like the other three characters are serious. Yeah, are seriously like, oh no, they've been judged. Like, yeah. like, and then like the other dude, uh, the the other uh, the other husband, uh, it was Eric and Andrew. Andrew was like, dude, that happened four hours ago. Like, yeah. we just made the decision. They keep checking their damn watches. They know they they play this. And by the way, Bautista keeps looking at his hand. I know. <laughs> with his uh, with his with his Grand Canyon head. Uh, yeah. Head. Holy cow, man. <laughs> Ravines. I know. Uh, Head's got muscles. Here's the thing, though. Like they knew that at first. I thought, oh, this movie has to take place in like the 90s or something. Yeah, but right. They had, they had smartphones. Smartphones existed. Yeah. So at flat least, TVs existed. At least 2007. But they had no. Um, they had no reception. Yeah. And the TVs worked. Here's the dealio. None of my TVs in this house have like actual cable connection. And yeah. most places they don't these days. No, not at so all. Unless you're going to watch the news on Netflix. Yeah, which is which is <laughs> I'll yeah, tell you what a red alert. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a lot later. Than you anticipated. And so, these, well, I mean, there you know there are ways to do it, but it's a cabin in the woods. Like, what are they gonna do? Like, yeah, there is satellite. This is a bad plan. Yeah, this is not a great plan. And I've used satellite TV like in the woods. It's horrible. Yeah. So the. These people are trying to convince these other people to kill themselves by killing themselves, yeah. and then the world went otherwise. And they're not doing a very good job of no. you know for a coach, Dave Bautista. You're, yeah. not, you're not selling well, your his team never wins. Your team never wins. Yeah, you're, they you're don't even team. make it top three. He's like, but the smile of those kids, man, they make my muscles move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> but anyway, dude is the buffest Santa out there. <laughs> Bite your head off, man. He's gonna be the next violent Santa, whatever the hell it is. Violent night. Yeah, he. Uh, so, so the little girl escapes and they catch her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, of uh, course. But, but this is where I say the the concussion. Yeah. It was a cop out because uh, Eric. Yes. Says I, in the light, I saw a figure. I saw. I saw someone. The sun is setting over the lake, man. And this is still like the first like quarter of the movie yes we already know how it's gonna end now yeah like for sure we already know who the plant is like yeah. it's eric oh the Eric's, moment those words left his lips you're like done i'm done that's it 
and, it's done. And then, and then we see some flashback that maybe, maybe Redmond, Rupert Graves Redmond, was a uh, was a bigot. Yes. And he, and he, and he beat up Andrew. Yeah, Andrew at like, some point, and that caused Andrew to buy a gun. Yeah. That he had. And go all eye the tiger on punching bags and stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> there was a whole cutscene of this. Yeah, looking tough. Yeah, it's like good job fighting an inanimate object, like, buddy. Like Jennifer Lopez and enough, she had enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. That was good. <laughs> enough, I tell you. Oh, oh man. boy, her motives were way more. We're pretty justified. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm pretty sure movie. Dave Bautista could have ate that gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "This is my iron supplement for the day." <laughs> I eat these for breakfast. This just opens like a like a big jar of guns. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's little twenty fives. He's like, "These are snacks." Oh gosh, this is crazy. This is ridiculous. Dave Bautista just like. Listen, Dave. We get it. You want to be an actor and all He's that an stuff. He's an actor. I like Dave Bautista. No, I have nothing against the guy. But dude, you are so large. You were large every time you show up on screen, even when you go on Blade Runner, try not to take over the scene. You take over the scene even after you've lost weight because you are a giant man. Yeah, this is like a dump truck in the middle. Yeah, of it's like <laughs> who's backing it up in there? Beep, beep. That is Dave Bautista. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. you know we like you. We, yeah, and then. There's no, if anything, there's no knock on like any of the characters in this movie. No, no, the characters did their job. The actors did their job. They got their paycheck and they went. Yeah, Redmond died. Shalomalan, watch them another movie. Watch. Do the your menu. job, M Knight. Don't the ruin these people's careers. I know, right? <laughs> Don't ruin my my thirty bucks watching this movie. Oh God, so okay. much money. So here here's the dealio. So so yeah. the, the next girl, the back. next girl to die is yeah. the uh, the nurse girl. Yeah, so they say it, no. She gets killed. Like, kind well, of, well, yeah. So theirs was, uh, so like during this entire time, don't just assume that Andrew and Eric are just sitting there because they are tied up. Obviously, yeah. Um, they're finagling their way out of these ropes that they're being held by in their chairs. So Andrew manages to get out while Eric falls over and causes a scene. And these characters uh, totally act like NPCs, and they're like, "Wow, they lit." Sabrina literally just has her hands to her side and is just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? As Andrew sneaks out. Yeah. Like sneaks out. If you've walked on any hardwood floors anywhere, there's no sneaking out. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets out and he's wearing hiking boots. Like, come on. Those things are going to make all the noise. Yeah. So then he gets to his car because he has a, he has a gun in there. Yeah. The gun he got because the other guy was. Yeah. What? Okay, okay, keep going. No, so yeah, so he gets in there and he's you know he's trying to get in the key, uh, the classic horror. I can't get my keys in the hall. Keys in the hall. Keys in the gun. Keys in the gun. Gun in the gun. Gun in the magazine. Gun in the magazine. So as soon as he shows up to the door and he's finagling with his keys, he gets banged in the knee by freaking by the nurse. Hits blows his knee out, and then I don't know what happens. I think he just gets her weapon away from her. He gets all the way back and has his biometric reader. He's trying to get in there. He finally gets in there. Yeah. Portable gun safe. And as the thing is, as he's reaching in, he's messing with the gun safe. Sabrina is stabbing him in the side, like right in the side. Mm-hmm. Like, and he gets it and no. and misses. Shoots and misses. And the thing is, they tried to make the scene look as if he missed on purpose. It's like, no, dude, you missed. Yeah, it was a bad. Yeah, so. Yeah, and then she runs away going, oh, God. And then, <laughs> he's got yeah. a gun. Yeah, he's got a gun. Yeah. And then now we're inside and, uh, you know, he's pointing the gun at 
Dave Bautista's wall of a man. Like, you can't miss that. Yeah, I think they already killed the other girl who had a, I have a son. All right. I have a son. And he'll die. He, he will then, be a silhouette of a man. And then there's another thing that I hate about this movie. Okay. So. Um, they, they had, like, fake news and in. Right? Yeah. Uh, at the beginning, right? They're like, oh, no, fake news and then. And then I'm thinking, okay, fake news and then. Then the next one was BBC. Yeah. Was real news. Yes. Right? And I'm thinking like, and they're talking about a virus. A virus took it. And they're like, we knew about this virus a month ago. Like, yeah. What the hell, man? And now it's like, now it's even more of a virus. And it's only attacking specific areas. Great Britain and America. Yeah, I That's know. it. That's it. There's no, it's not attacking anywhere else. I don't know. Like, it was just a bad sale. Yeah. But all the time, Eric is like, I think I saw, like, a figure in the light. Yeah. I'm like, oh, come on. Like, so you just know, like, Eric's going to die. And, well, yeah, well, that's happening. Sabrina runs in to try to take the gun away from Andrew, and he just unloads in her and kills her, or we think she's dead, and then... Then Dave Bautista goes over to her, puts his smock on her head or whatever, or whatever he puts on her head or sock. Yeah. And he's like, humanity has been judged. Yeah, I don't even remember. And then it just attacks her. Oh, airplanes start falling. Yes, airplanes. Air, and by the way. Airplanes in night sky. So this is the only real, like, possible, like, apocalypse, like, proof that I've seen is airplanes falling yeah. and maybe, like. EMPs, man. Thunderbolt and lightning. Very, very, very frightening. frightening. <laughs> uh, are happening kind of, like, in the background. Yeah. But here's the dealio. Like, as far as I could tell, like, if I were, like you know, one of these like logical people, I would have been like, you do realize that you're the ones dying and causing this. Stop yeah. killing yourselves. Yeah. I'm like, this Stop is Stop killing yourself. Yeah, it's who it's told weird. you to kill yourself. Yeah. Cause every time you die, things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, at least in these, in this crazy fanatical, there's you know, just context. evidence to the contrary. Yeah. That, that, that this doesn't need to happen. M night is going to listen to this and be like, damn it. God, these guys were right. You ever see that jizz in your pants? And one of the things is like, when I saw the end of Six Fence and Bruce Willis was dead, oh, jizzed the- in my pants. Oh, dude, that is as old as chocolate rain. <laughs> That's awesome because they just have the same. Oh, God, it was the worst. Oh, it was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, if anything, M. Night Shyamalan's career was good because that was a good laugh. Yeah, it was a good laugh. <laughs> like the movie Twisted anyway. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Cream sickles. Let's <laughs> ruin his underwear. So much has happened in this movie. Uh, look- I, okay, okay, so Dave Bautista is like the last one, right? Yeah. And he he shoots himself with the gun. No, no. So the, the way this scene unfolds, uh. and I actually just ran through it in my head. So, <laughs> so Andrew is, you know, holding him at gunpoint now and locks him in the bathroom. And he's like, all right, don't you go anywhere. Oh, that's the worst bathroom search I've Dude, ever and, seen in but, my yeah. life. Yeah. So, and you hear it, as soon as he goes in there, you hear window crashing and you're like, duh. And then you see the window. And you're like, there's no way this giant man made it through a freaking porthole. He can barely make it through the door himself. <laughs> yeah. like the regular door. I know. You have to like duck and crouch. <laughs> <laughs> do a barrel roll. <laughs> like, like, He's like, like attack. Pushing, like pushing circle and Tomb Raider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> double jump. Yeah. She could double jump for some reason. She could long jump. Triangle, square, circle, yeah. circle. <laughs> so remember locking your uh your butler in the in the refrigerator? Dude, it was so <laughs> stupid. So dumb. That's what they did. Like, oh, yeah, he yeah. was still in the refrigerator. Yeah. So yeah, so so obviously they open the door. They're like, oh man, that window. And you're like, they're assuming like, oh, he got out of there. But the shower curtain is drawn, and 
what's his fit? Andrew shoots at it. I was like, oh, nothing's fallen. It's like, yeah, whatever bullet's going to hit Dave Bautista. You think it's going to do anything? Yeah, it probably bounced off him. He probably yeah. hit it. Yeah, he's like, mm, snacks. Oh, uh, okay. So two Dave, Dave Bautista was in there. They struggle. Oh. He gets the gun. Yeah. Uh, then he's like, oh, are you going to, you know, he just says, ask him the question again. Yeah. Like, you're going to kill someone in your family. And then he goes, oh, no, I'm not. So he goes, okay, then I'll go outside and like yeah. do it in the cool air. Yeah. Sits on his rocking chair. And shoots himself. And it, no, no. He slices his freaking throat with a giant hunting knife. That's right. He slices. Yeah. It. Yeah. And it just kind of rains blood on his chest for a while. Yeah. And the gun falls to the ground. And then and then Andrew goes in there and snatches it like he just saved the saved the world. Okay. So so this is dumb because he before Dave Bautista died, I think he says like, oh, did he say he, there was time or did Eric say that there's time? He's like, you have minutes. You after. have minutes after. Yeah. Okay. Like so. Like so, who's the guy from Star Trek? The guy, the Chekhov. Chekhov, you have the gun. He's like minutes, minutes, minutes. Min- oh yeah, and, uh, <laughs> Antoine Elgin. Yeah, rest in peace. Daddy, rest in dude. peace, bud. Man, he died young. Come Oof. Oh. Uh, oh yeah, but anyway, uh, Eric is like, yeah, you know, I did see that like figure in the thing. Yeah. And look, there were four of them. They're the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And everyone sitting there is like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then, and then, like, if he just stopped there, I'd have been like, eh. You know what I mean? Like, seriously. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Oh, but yeah. then he's like, you know, the coach. Well, Horseman one. Yeah. The, the healer. Horseman two. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the brutes. Horseman three. Oh, yeah. no. And then uh, the mom. Yeah. Oh, my Horseman four. What? I was just like, huh? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, and I wrote it down, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, by the way, are... Never done it somewhere. Okay, okay. <laughs> they actually are conquest. Mm-hmm. Seems sounds pretty apocalyptic. Yeah. War, yep. pretty apocalyptic. Famine, pretty yep. apocalyptic. Death, yeah, pretty apocalyptic. Nothing that these are. Nothing that these. A coach, a soccer coach. Yeah, the death of these guys, these kids, uh, and their ability to do sports. Uh, a Harry Potter has been. Yeah, and uh, and uh, I don't know what uh, line cook. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What? The apo- He's like, yeah, you kill me, and that'll like end end this like, and then he shoots. Yeah, so like he tells him, I see it. This is Eric talking to Andrew. Andrew's like, no, I'm not gonna shoot you. He's like, I. See. And then Eric's like, I see a future of you with our daughter. You're leaving her apartment. But he had a concussion this whole time. Yeah. So it's the concussion talking. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It's the concussion talking. And then and then he shoots him. He shoots him, and then they go to Denny's. Yeah. And then apparently all the. <laughs> All the airplanes stopped falling out of the sky. Yeah, they're like, we've had many landings secured. Yeah. Since minutes ago. <laughs> minutes. And they're like, you think we did it? Yeah, I think we did do it. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, I'm pretty sure, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Andrew. It's going yeah. to jail. Yeah. I was like, he definitely killed someone, but then it all got burnt down. Yeah, the, the, like, the cabin burnt down at the end. Okay. But just like just like the uh, end of another movie we're talking about. Oh, oh. <laughs> there you go. Okay, okay. So, yeah, so yeah. they prevented the apocalypse. Yes, and uh, end of the movie. And the, seriously, that's it. That's it. That's it. They that's end it. The movie. They take off in a Silverado. They they, they drive off into the sunset after Dave Bautista's and his giant guns burned to death with his. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> just 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 kind of yeah. start starting off some of the analysis. As we, if, for any people we, who fell asleep, yeah. wake up! <laughs> Grab a brush and pull a little makeup. <laughs> As you know, we just <laughs> went the entire. 
plot of the menu and knock at the cabin. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. So, 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 so. Yeah. <laughs> Both movies demanded sacrifices from their audiences. Both movies had flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Both movies had an innocent. Yes. Uh, and both movies had bizarro like connections to like each other in the past. Yeah, they were they were weird. But, man. but one movie I'm going to watch again. Yeah. And one movie was unique. And uh, one movie appetizes me. One uh, takes away my appetite. Yeah. And <laughs> and the thing is, both had death. And we yeah, some more graphic than the others. And and. Uh, there were really no characters to root for in Knock at the Cabin. No, not at all. I did not feel sorry for any of the horsemen of the apocalypse. No, not if literally. anything, I felt like these people were dumb. And also, it was very, 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 very ambiguous. Very. Whether or not Rupert Grint was the right supremacist or not. Yeah. Because they went through his wallet. At one point, they're like, see, it's not. His name's not Harry. It's Bert. Yeah. Everyone knows that Bert's the white supremacist. Bert hates people. And then at the very end, remember, they found like his ID like in the truck. They're like, ah. It's like. It was Bert Harry Redman. Oh. And everyone, I swear, everyone in the theater was like, who? Like, was it him or not? Like, it was so. Like, it was these quick glances you get, you know, from his sweet member And they showed the fight, right, that they talked about in the bar. And, like, they just showed him, like, like fuzzy. Yeah. Out of focus. Like, they showed, like, maybe this side of his face. But you saw just, like, this red, like, demon dude. Yeah. You know, like, racial slurring them. And, and you're like, okay, it could have been any redheaded dude out there. Okay, dude. But here's the thing. He sucker punched the guy in like the back. I guess like they did arrest him. Huh? Yeah. He did some time. Okay. Still, I don't know. That was a reach, you know. But either way, like you didn't care. Yeah. Either way. They're like, okay, get on with it. No one would have said, no one would have said, uh, yes, go ahead and kill. Like, especially with the evidence presented. Yeah, there there was no there was, there was no, too many holes. There were too many holes in this story, and uh, like, like, like good cheese. And I think like the menu just kept on twisting. Yeah, it kept because it doesn't start as a horror movie. No, this movie starts as a horror movie, and and we we <laughs> I didn't say this, but the trailer was better structured than the movie for for Knock at the Cabin. Yeah, because it started with you meeting them in the car, them bonding as a family, not introducing them as a bad family. Yeah, and yeah. You know what I mean? They introduced like they, they did it Megan style. <laughs> yeah, they, they should have done a Megan style. They, they, yeah, no, they should have kept it. Yeah, yeah. And they they want to start this movie like Doctor Strange, Doctor Sleep. Yeah, they want to start this movie like Doctor Sleep. Like, man, you can't copy greatness. Yeah, I got some. I got some more notes here. Okay, okay, okay. Tell me more. <laughs> Cabin in the woods. Cabin in the woods. Same exact same premise as this movie, but yeah. the, but the twist was. I'm also going to compare this to T3 Rise of the Machines. Okay. <laughs> Just because both movies had kind of similar endings. Okay. Both movies ended with the apocalypse in which Cabin in the Woods, mm-hmm. a very similar scenario happened. A very similar conversation happened yes. at the end where there was Sigourney Weaver at the end of Cabin Woods. You have to sacrifice, sacrifice yourself to save the world. And it, it, it doesn't have to. It could be either one of you. Mm-hmm. One of you guys has to die, or some. I think the girl had to survive so in order to say we'll work with what we got. This yeah. is it. And then they ended up killing her, and then they smoke a joint together at the end of the world, and a giant hand comes out and destroys the planet. That's how Cabin ah, in the Woods T three rise of the machines. The twist was in that is that the world ended. I never saw that one. T three rise of the machines ended with uh, John Connor uh, being saved by the Terminator, but the Terminator's mission in that movie was not to prevent. Um, uh, Judgment Day, like okay. yeah, 
and he was not programmed to follow orders in this one. So there were actually there were some layers. It wasn't okay. a great movie, but there but but like a lot of film historians like agree that like it wasn't a great movie, but they really went for it in the ending. Yeah. Because in T2 the mission was to protect John Connor. Yeah. Uh and then they he was able to change his programming. Uh so they pr- changed it to change the the future. Yeah. Right. In this one, he was not programmed to change the future. Oh. He was programmed to just bring them to a safe place. And he did. Yeah. He did. And then he thought they thought they were gonna change the future. They thought they were gonna do everything, but they just went into a bunker. Like they yeah. just took him to like the end. Okay. Meanwhile, Judgment Day happened. Like it ended with Judgment Day happening. That's crazy. And everyone died. And then like the fight's just beginning. So it ended Ooh. with the apocalypse. And then okay. And to me, the twist in Cabin in the Woods was they actually prevented the apocalypse. Yeah. But it was such a such a cheap. It was very humdrum, just like it, it, the whole thing felt like a cop-out. It was like writing. It's like, and the thing is, this was adapted from a freaking. I don't know what it was adapted. Story. Even, even, even I was going to talk about old in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> old was adapted from apparently some. some so really? I didn't know that. Still have not watched that movie. Yeah. I refuse to. Um, and in a way old uh, he is I feel like M. Night Shyamalan is regressing. He's not yeah. getting better. No, uh, and even like the evil dead ended with the cabin burning down and the girl preventing the apocalypse. So I guess yeah, it's, it's, it's the same thing and, and there was a movie that I always say has the worst ending, but in a way it's not. It's actually the best ending because I hate it so much. The mist. I have not seen that movie in so long. I don't think since it came out on VHS or DVD, whenever that was. In the mist, there were four survivors. Okay. Yeah. It was uh, Thomas Jane, his uh, son, and then uh, two two like neighbors or strangers or whatever who had just survived yeah. the incident. However, as they were driving, the entire planet was decimated by aliens and right. mist. And everywhere they drove, there were just monsters everywhere, like raptors, big elephants, yeah. just driving, eating people. Everyone was dead, and they, there was like just nowhere to drive anymore. Yeah, they ran out of gas, but they had um, like four or five bullets left, and they all just like looked at each other and like, "This is the, this is it. We can't do it." And they just just a lot of like nods, like the guy pulled. All right, out. and then the camera goes out from the car, right? Yeah, it goes out from the car, and you hear bullet, 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 yeah, three bullets. Yeah. And then you just they just cut to like blood in the car and Thomas Jane screaming, ah, what do I do? Oh, and he gets out of the car because they only have three bullets left. Yeah. So he ran out like he's going to get killed by like the mist monsters. Yeah, right. right. So he runs out and he's just like ready for it. And he's like, you know, like <laughs> has yeah. his hands in the car, like ready to get like raped by these things or something. Right. Yeah. And then the army comes with their flamethrowers and they're burning like the mist and the mist clears with the army what? with the woman that like he could have saved at the beginning, but like he yeah. wanted to save his son first and it ends like there. Oh, dude, I don't remember that, but I remember like the stuff right before it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So like it just ends with him like no. Yeah, because if you just waited like seriously 20 seconds. Yeah, the mist would have ended. That's crazy, but he killed like his son and like the two strangers. That's how you end a movie like that, this. Yeah, that's an ending. That's how you end a movie like this. Learn something. Learn but, something. But you know, going back to like, you know, better movies like, there's a lot of homages that mm-hmm. that that the menu brought up. Like even Predator. I was thinking about like Predator. Really? Pre- at time. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch Predator. of people stuck in it, like the, the the movie morphs. Yeah, because it, does. it started off as an action movie. Yeah, but ended up as like a as a horror, as a, like a yeah like a, being hunted. Yeah, like uh like battle royale. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, Edgar Edgar Wright a yes. little earlier. Edgar Wright 
started like as far as I can tell with Hot Fuzz, like no, no, yes, Shaun of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead, yes, Shaun yes. of the Dead, and progressed to Hot Fuzz at World's End, and made uh, Last Night in Soho. He yeah, got better. And yeah. storytelling and the, to me the big uh, twist. even his nuances changed and, and just evolved. Yeah, and the big twist in, in uh, last night in Soho was you were rooting like a, against the ghosts or the yeah. or the ghosts or whatever at the end. Like yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, it's, there dang, was, I gotta watch that movie again. Uh, yeah, good. And then like last last year, nope. Yeah, nope. I really liked nope because that took me two watches to appreciate it. I've actually seen that like three or four times because I liked it so oh, much. Oh, wow. And I walked through this set in Universal Yeah, Studios, yeah but that was pretty cool. Jordan Peele is kind of like the reverse, I think. And I think I mentioned a few times of yeah. M. Night Shyamalan. Yes. Started great, got better, got like really great Yeah, in the end. And I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen uh, for Jordan Peele in the future. M. Night, yeah. I don't know. but Stop it. But just to, <laughs> just to, just to slap you from uh, going back to uh, Full Circle or why we did these movies together, Yeah, uh, Nicholas Holt in uh, The Menu. Remember we said he made that that lamb yeah lamb shank you are why the mystery has been drained from our art you see that now don't you sorry nice that's good M Night Shyamalan that's what uh Rafine said to <laughs> Nicholas Holt when he made a lousy dish yeah M. Night Shalom, you've made another lousy dish. And you have. Are why the mystery has been drained from our art. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, just stop it, M. Night. Yeah, so, so and I said. That was good. I like that. Yeah, look at that. That was, man, that, this episode, it's so cinematic. Yeah, right. It's writing. So, and, you know, like, like I mentioned Edgar Wright's, and, uh, and uh, Edgar Wright, I mentioned all the movies he made, mm-hmm. the progression, mm-hmm. Jordan Peele. He st- M. Night Shalom started with. The Sixth Sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Get it. Yeah. You good. made. You made. Uh, you made that guy jizz in his pants. That's <laughs> stupid. You made that guy uh, really happy in that, that somewhere. But yeah, anyway, I'll give you that one. But here's the thing: even though about the Sixth Sense, you can't watch it again. Yeah, because once you know the twist, you're like, why am I gonna put myself? There's no reason. Yeah. Uh, to me, M Night Shyamalan's best movie was Unbreakable. I'd have to agree. I liked Unbreakable. I could watch it again. I really liked it, but yeah. it was only destroyed by. It's uh, it's finale, Glass, which I did not like. I did not like the way that that movie ended. It was just okay. It but, was okay. But uh, but signs, mm-hmm. okay, that was all right. But then I think no one had any love for the village. Yeah, that was a weird one, man. No one had any love for Lady in the Water. That one I I could have sworn was a fever dream. <laughs> to watch and it, if you bro. really want to see uh, Mark Wahlberg uh, make funny faces. <gasps> Oh, by the way, John Leguizamo was also in The Happening. He was in The Happening? Yes. Well, I guess that's what's happening. So John Leguizamo and Annie Taylor-Joy were both M. Night Shyamalan alumnus. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. I remember he was the one who went back to the town. He's like, it's okay. Maybe like it won't affect me. I'll be okay. And he like walked into the town, and then he immediately sat down and started slitting his wrists. Yeah, that, that was, was John Leguizamo. And then uh, after The ha- Happening, um, there was the... Uh, <laughs> There was the last airbender. Yep. Bending air. All right. <laughs> Speaking of which, like the, the guy didn't know how to do the exposures on that movie because from what I hear it was it was never dark. even bothered to watch it because why? Why? And, and then I got two more whys. Uh after Earth and the visit Two f- humongous flops. He made a, a Will Smith flop. He made Will yeah. Smith. The visit was just not good. And then he did the uh, the rest of the unbreakable trilogy split in glass. Yep. And then everyone's favorite old yeah 
So I don't know when. Uh, I don't know. Turn the other way these days, unless unless the guy really needs to work on it. But you know what? I got two movies, two reviews. Yeah. Since since this is what we do, so let's let's start by reviewing the menu. So I'll let you go first. All right, let's do this. So for me, I'm going to have to give this movie an A. I was not ready for this movie. The presentation was tidy and well-kept. The characters seemed unrelated, and yet, by the end of it all, they were all one and the same. Just like Dishes, this movie felt entirely original. I couldn't recommend it enough. Yeah, I agree, and I actually gave it an A also. The menu is a fun piece of suspense horror that keeps the audience at the edge of their seats. The characters and circumstances felt like they belong in a movie. By the end, I was entertained and hungry. And satisfied. Dude, that, that was, I, I'm gonna, I started watching it again. That's why yeah, I started no, noticing I the to, parallels. Between yeah, I have these. to watch it. Like I was watching it with my wife, and she's typically not a fan of these horror movies, and we both didn't anticipate it being a horror movie, and we're watching right? going, wow, this was really good. Like We're recommended to, uh, recommending it to everyone we talk to. Crazy. Nice catch. <laughs> like the Matrix. Fast cat. <laughs> nice hands. <laughs> Conversely, we have also seen <laughs> Knock at the Cabin, which I will give yeah. a D. Knock at the Cabin is cliched and boring. The stakes felt forced and unbelievable. There was no fun to be had, especially when we know entertainment horror can always be found in a remote cabin in nice. the woods. Nice. I'm going to do one less. I'm going to give this one a D minus. <laughs> This movie didn't get an outright F only because I wanted to be kind to the people who were just doing their job for M. Night. M. Night just needs to stop. His twists are as bad as two-day-old pretzels adorned with turds. This movie has a bland story, no character arcs that were redeemable, and I could care less what happened to literally everyone. Does that make me a sociopath or just not a fan of M. Night? Uh, Maybe if I keep watching movies like this, his movies, I might turn into the former. Yeah, and God, if he isn't one already, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> this movie wasn't as bad as like the worst movies we've seen. This movie no. wasn't as bad as Pinocchio, Disney's Pinocchio, yeah, yeah, which, I, was, which I still is probably going to say like was the worst movie we've probably ever yeah, seen. Yeah, is at least not get the cabin head. What was that one we saw that um, that uh, Nick Cage, the ghosts of the waste prisoners, prisoners of the ghost land of the ghost land. That movie was better than this. You know my. I, I'm only saying this because I probably never, ever, ever, ever see Prisoners of the Ghost Land again. Yeah. I have fond memories of Prisoners of the you Ghost know, Land. You know, I do too. I, have, I do too, man. I have, I have fond memories of, of seeing Nicolas Cage like... Lose a testicle. L- that happened in that movie. That did happen in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that happened in that he movie. He had an explosive suit on. And a testicle just casually fell yeah. like when charlie sheen kicked a man in the balls and hot shots part two <laughs> a testicle calmly fell out of his pants yeah <sighs> yeah see your memory things. it was you know for uh, what, what i've been trying to move over to and i, I think we, we touched base on this when we're reviewing the movies is i'm trying not to take notes while i watch these things actually i don't either yeah so i'm trying to like be in the moment really feel what's going on and then like a day or two later go go by memory alone to try to get the emotions going let me tell you, I've never had a more difficult time trying to recall a movie than Knock at the Cabin Door or whatever the hell this movie's called. Knock at the Cabin. Knock at the Cabin. Well, like even the title, I cannot seem to remember and it's written in front of me. I say watch the Twilight Zone. Just just catch up on it. Yeah. Because you'll you'll see the the twist and 
You know what's actually funny now that I even think about it? I, I didn't think about this actually, but Jordan Peele actually hosted the new Tonight Night, uh, the new Twilight Zone. So he really? came back and like kind of like did that. So I don't remember that at all. And the other thing is uh, M. Night also, he cameos in all his movies. He does. Much like, uh, but see, here's the thing. Unlike Rod Sterling in the Tonight Show, in the Twilight Zone, like he narrates at the end, he kind of belongs there. Like, oh, yeah. look at this. They thought they could enjoy a meal at this remote restaurant, but they ended up being part of the menu themselves. I guess the taste of the burger is sweetest in the Twilight Zone. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Or, or in the, at the end of Knock at the Cabin, they left and they thought that they would have an entertaining vacation in the cabin in the woods. What they ended up finding was despair and the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Yeah, apparently. Like what? Ha- what, what was what was the lesson? One bullet for what dessert. was the lesson to be learned? That's the thing I don't know. In knock, at the I cabin. couldn't take anything. What would Rod Serling say at the end of this? If uh, if the four people come and want you to kill one of your family, well, you should let them because this is the Twilight Zone. Yeah, they said they're not going to harm you. Get up and walk away. Yeah, just walk away. Or, or wait, they're killing themselves. Or sit and have a sandwich. Or, I don't know. Or seriously, do like a Jim Carrey, like la 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 yeah. la 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 the, la the entire la, time. Yeah, so, because they're obviously killing themselves. Yeah, they're killing themselves, and they're and, not attacking you. And for all you know, them killing themselves is what's causing the apocalypse. And that's yeah. what it looked like when it happened. But yeah. anyway, that has been our hot take for knock at the cabin and the menu. Yes. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Check us out wherever you can. We are on Twitter, Facebook. YouTube, anywhere else yeah. you can find us because we are around. I'm your host, Marco Wilkawa, joined once again by Mr. Ail Panetta on Clubhouse Movies Podcast. We will catch you next time. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs>